From San Diego, California, this is a One Extraordinary Marriage Show. We're being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex is taking the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call or text us on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663 or send us an email to hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. In today's show, we're talking about what you can do to strengthen your physical intimacy by choosing to go to bed naked. And I found this anonymous quote, but I think it's something that Tony DiLorenzo could have said. And the quote is, I always sleep better with your warm, naked body next to me. Yeah. I feel like we could attribute that to you because I'm pretty sure I've heard that at least once or twice in the last 25 years. I'm sure it has. <laughs> I'm sure or I should, I'm sure I have said that. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah, then that's what we're talking about today in this episode talking about going to bed naked and sleeping with one another in that state but first we start every one extraordinary marriage show with a hug and a hug is really our opportunity to to high five you to say yep. oh my gosh look at what you're doing in your marriage and look at what happens when you get intentional and this hug comes from an email we received that starts with i found your podcast after googling best marriage podcasts and i'm just going to say high five tony DiLorenzo. Way to go. But more importantly, thank you all for making us one of the best marriage podcasts. She goes on to say, my husband and I will be celebrating our one year anniversary soon. No one tells you how hard the first year of marriage truly is between being young, being new parents and severe postpartum, postpartum depression. We've struggled. We came from parents who divorced at a young age, dealt with addiction and were physically and emotionally absent. We had no idea what a healthy or extraordinary marriage is supposed to look like, but we're always trying to learn. And you two are a couple we can look up to. One of our biggest problems has been our sexual intimacy. I became the low desired partner after having our son. We'd gone from being both high desire. And then I began to feel like I could go forever without sex. And I definitely tried to. Mm. This crushed my husband. He felt unloved, unwanted, and like he wasn't enough for me. I knew I had to make a change for the sake of our marriage. I'm just going to stop right there for a hot second. That sounds like a what can I do moment. That is. Totally. After listening to a few hours of your shows, I downloaded the seven day sex challenge. And this past weekend, I read it in the morning and shared key points with my husband. We answered all of the questions in the book. And it was amazing what we learned about how each other was feeling towards certain things. We haven't started the challenge yet because we're waiting until the best point of my cycle. Kudos to knowing about that. We do talk about that in the book. But that day we had sex twice. Once during our son's afternoon nap, she goes on to say daytime sex. That almost never happens. It's a wonderful thing. And once before bed. Then the next day we had sex again before bed and it was so organic and satisfying for both of us. Mm. We've been laughing more together. We've been touching more and flirting again. This gives us so much hope and we feel the shift. We look forward to learning more and striving for an extraordinary marriage. Thank you again for being the role model for us people who had no loving marriage to learn from. Mm. What an awesome deal. I mean, heck, they did three out of seven in two days. I mean, <laughs> let's go. Way to way to go. And for all, each and every one of you who are being intentional, taking action in any of the pillars of intimacy this week, big kudos to you. Mm -hmm. Truly, a hug is one couple's journey. But we know there are many of you who are being intentional and taking action each and every day, each and every week, each and every month. And we want to say congratulations to you as you go after the extraordinary marriage you desire. 100%. And, you know, 
it's been interesting because as we jump into today's episode, Tony and I have had a number of interviews lately and, Mm -hmm. you know, people are asking us about the six pillars and they're asking us really to kind of differentiate between the physical and the sexual intimacy, because Mm -hmm. that's, you know, something where people are like, ah, well, like how, why, how is that Mm -hmm. different? And for those of you that aren't familiar with those two things, let me actually just start with differentiating physical and sexual intimacy Yeah. because you might be going, okay, wait, I'm a brand new listener. Lisa. I don't even know what you're talking about. Physical intimacy is it's all your non-sexual touch. It's the hugs. It's the kisses. It's the hand holding. It's the massages, all of those things that don't necessarily have to lead to sexual encounter, mm-hmm. right? Sexual intimacy. Now, hold on, but oh, physical intimacy on. can lead into sexual intimacy it can it can in in the purpose for us when we were explaining it within the six pillars of intimacy it's actually its own category it's mm-hmm. its own pillar like it doesn't have to these are these are exactly what we're going to be talking about today you know let's go to bed naked meaning we can go to bed naked there's physical intimacy happening doesn't mean we're having sex every night though mm-hmm. and, and that's exactly where the sexual intimacy comes in that's all of the the acts that are either leading to or including sexual intercourse so you're initiating your foreplay and your sexual intercourse correct and i just want to and the reason that we differentiated those just a little bit of backstory is because we would get messages from a lot of folks that would describe the fact that they were very physical in their marriage, but they were also still desiring sex. And we realized that there was a lot of difference there mm-hmm. because you can have one or the other, but a, an extraordinary marriage builds those two along with the other four intimacies as well. If you haven't picked up the Six Pillars of Intimacy book, please do. It's going to it's gonna bring more clarity to everything that we do here at One Extraordinary Marriage. So you can get that at sixpillarsofintimacy.com. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as Tony said at the top of the show, we're talking about going to bed naked. And, I, you know, I have to share, Tony and I, um, as of this recording, have known each other for 28 years. Yeah. Which is a really crazy wow. thing. Like, I don't feel like I'm old enough to have known somebody for 28 years, but we've known each other for 28 years, which is yeah, just crazy. I met you when I was 21. Oh, so, so you all do the math. <laughs> you do the math. I'm 49. Yes. And, you know, in that span of time, I have gone from being a young woman who literally like always had clothes on, you know, when I was going to bed, right? Like even to the point where when it was really cold, literally head to toe, like I would wear a beanie to yes, bed, yes, sweatshirt, would. sweatpants and socks. Yes. Like just wrap your head around that awesomeness for a minute <laughs> because I look back on that and I'm like, Oh my gosh, poor Tony. <laughs> he's yes. like, he's like cuddling with like a sweatshirt, basically not a wife, a sweatshirt. And the, over the course of our married life together, I've gone from that to being a woman who pretty regularly, if it's warm enough, I will sleep naked. If it's not super warm, San Diego relative, you know, like all y'all from the North that just laugh at me right now, but to the point where I sometimes need to have something covering my shoulders. And I would say for myself, I'm trying to think there, there have been definitely seasons where I would go to bed though with, you know, pajama bottoms, Mm -hmm. long sleeve shirt. I remember there was one season though, like when I was doing a lot of cycling and a lot of working out didn't matter what time of year it was. I felt like I was always just boiling. Well, you would constantly wake up in the morning like, I'm sweating all night. I'm like, great, great. <laughs> yeah. Lovely. Lovely. So I'm trying to, I'm just trying to remember like, I think I've, I've swung a little bit more 
than you have. I mean, there have definitely been times, like you said, where you were definitely head to toe, especially in the winter months. <gasps> uh, yeah, I can't. I, I, back then, I couldn't do cold. And, to, and then on top of that, you would come to bed with your robe and then you'd put your robe on top of you, on top of like, on top of the blankets. I can just imagine all of you laughing right now. <laughs> this image. Like basically fully dressed under the covers, couldn't handle it. And I, then like her robe would be on top of our blankets. Yeah. I was just like, I, I, okay. I spent a lot of time being cold. Right. And, and even in our early married years, I didn't know anyone that slept naked. Like our friends didn't talk about it. It, it wasn't a thing. Like I never asked my parents if they did. And I don't want to know. Cause that's just like one of those things that like your brain doesn't need to wrap around. Um, and so I, it was just never, it was never a conversation in our world. Right. And I don't even think it was a conversation in our world. It well, was what no. it was just the status quo. It's what we, that's how we came to bed. And that's what we did. Like there's a reason that so many stores have pajamas, right? Like you're supposed to wear pajamas to bed. And, and the only time that you were naked in bed was having sex. Right. Absolutely. And so you'd like take off your pajamas to have a sex. And then, you know, you get up after you're done, clean up and then put your pajamas back on and go to bed. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it became one of those things, too, even as Tony and I started talking about it a little bit more, and I, I wish I could remember the organic nature of these conversations, but I would go into all of these objections, right? I, it would be like, well, what if there's an emergency? And he's like, your robe's usually close enough, like, grab your robe. Or what if something, like, what if there was a burglary? Like, what if something tragic happened in the middle of the night? And he's like, you'll have time to put clothes on. And even if you don't, like... <laughs> Deal with it. Deal with it. Deal with it. You know, I'm like, what if I got cold? And he's like, I'll keep you warm. You're not going to get cold. Or, and then even after the kids came in, you know, it was always like, well, what if the kids come into our room? And this is why, just as, you know, a little PSA that comes up anytime we're talking about kids and being naked, lock your bedroom door. Yeah. Lock your bedroom door. And actually, I want to share, complete side note, I didn't tell Tony I was going to do this, Um heard it from somebody in the one family who they went so far as to get like one of those keypad like front door type door locks so it's got a keypad for their bedroom door so anytime their bedroom door shuts the door is locked and you have to have the keypad to get in so it's wow. not even an accident like you can't accidentally leave your door unlocked and That's I was legit. like, I was like you have raised the bar so for those of you that still have young children that might wander into your room Consider it, you can find them on Amazon and, and replace your door. But, you know, we were in this place where sleeping naked, going to bed naked just wasn't a thing until I really think it was when we did the 60 day sex challenge. That, that's when that started to shift because. Okay. Some, some 14 years ago. Some 14 years ago. Okay. Because all of our intimacy shifted in that space of time. But it really, there was a huge shift in this area of physical intimacy. Mm-hmm. There was, a- and, and I would say there's been a, a change over the last 14 years, folks. Just just understand, just because it started there doesn't mean, oh my goodness, we've been sleeping naked since then. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think even in the last 12 to 18 months, Elisa and I have had some conversations that have gotten us to a point now where we go to bed regularly naked. Mm-hmm. But that's, but that's again, saying in the last 12 to 18 months, a a journey can take many steps. And so even though you may be in a season where it's happened in the past and maybe now you've you know, sort of gone back to like, oh, well, we got, because something came up. Oh, well, the, the kids walked into our room one time. And so that that adjusts how you see what you can do or what you have been doing. And so it's just become a normal habit again. So if you've done it before, 
and it's you've reverted back, it doesn't mean you can't have the conversation once again mm -hmm. to begin to discuss what it looks like to sleep naked and go to bed naked with one another. Absolutely. Absolutely. And yeah, I want to share just some, some benefits mm -hmm. of sleeping naked because now you may be like, yeah, but why? And before I go there, I, I want to say too, and you've heard us reference it just a couple of times already in this episode, but there can be varying degrees of sleeping naked. Yeah. Right. Like sometimes you are full naked. There is not a stitch on you. We, we were having brunch, you know, a couple of weeks ago with some friends and uh, you know, th these are the conversations that Tony and I find ourselves in, you know, we're at brunch in a restaurant here in San Diego and we start talking about sleeping naked and, and the wife's like, yeah, so everything, but I got to have panties on. And I'm like, sweet. Got it. It counts. Right. Sometimes like me, you got to have a shirt on cause I can't do cold shoulders. Mm -hmm. Right. So whatever that means for you, but it's, Mostly no clothes on, if I can just kind of give that overarching, you know. Yeah, I, like let's not. Don't be legalistic. Let's Yeah, we don't need to be legalistic about these things. We don't have to be so black and white. There's gray and it has to be what works best for you guys and your marriage. So if it means that in the winter months, no bottoms, but you have something covering your shoulders, right on, rock on. Like, let's go. We don't have to be like oh my goodness, we're not completely naked. It's all right. Right. So right. Let, let's give some of these benefits. So from a health standpoint, if you aren't all covered up, it actually allows your metabolism to get a boost and work as you're maintaining your body temperature while you're sleeping. Mm -hmm. um, it allows your genitals to breathe because mm -hmm. they aren't all wrapped up in underwear every night, which can lead to reducing yeast or bacterial overgrowth, which can also you know, ultimately develop into discomfort and infection. When your body temperature is lower, you actually have a tendency to sleep better and better sleep, mm. reduce stress. And I don't know about you, but I can always use a little less stress in my life. And this last one is actually what has shifted everything for us in the physical intimacy. It's the skin to skin contact is so important, even if you aren't conscious when it's happening. Mm-hmm. And this is where Tony and I really got to. And, and it's why over the last 12 to 18 months, it's been such, I think we've seen this accelerated interaction in this way of going to bed naked because of the fact that we are, we've come to a place in our marriage where we realize that this is actually one of the primary ways that you and I really build our physical intimacy. Absolutely. And, and this is, it's what has come up in a number of these interviews, as you mentioned at the top of the episode, for us, people are asking, and Elisa, you guys know, we've done like the kissing game uh, series. We've talked about holding hands. We've talked, for us, we hold hands. We're not overt. And Elisa's not a massive kisser. Like we're not. I have up my game. You, I'm slightly. not saying you haven't, but but I'm just saying for us, we had to find that uh -huh. that physical intimacy that really allowed us to strengthen this pillar. And for us, yes, those touches are are vitally important. I mean, we sit on the couch and our hands are touching and things of that nature. For us, though, this is the area. Cuddling, sleeping naked has a truly allowed us to strengthen this pillar. Absolutely. Because, you know, it does some key things, right? Like we just said, you have that skin to skin contact, but it's also the random touches, mm -hmm. right? As your bodies go to like find one another and, you know, whether it's a leg that, you know, all of a sudden you're playing footsie, you know, in your sleep. And, and actually what I find is that I'm a lot more conscious mm. of the random touches 
you know, even though I'm not fully awake, it's the random touches. And, you know, I'm not going to lie. There's a little less laundry because we're not washing pajamas. So just a little side note for those of you that are like, oh my gosh, doing laundry. But we getting into this place of how do we use this one particular option in our marriage that, that brings together both the emotional intimacy mm. and the physical, because you got to talk about it right? Mm -hmm. Some, this is one of those things that doesn't just happen. So let's talk about how to use emotional in intimacy, your conversation to build your physical intimacy in this area right after this break. Stress, hormone changes, and lack of sleep can impact your skin, causing issues like dryness, dark spots, and acne. I know the closer I get to 50, the more aware I become of this. One Skin, today's sponsor, offers a simple skincare routine to address these concerns at a cellular level. OneSkin has developed a proprietary peptide called OS1 that's scientifically validated to improve the health of your skin beneath the surface without irritation or a complicated multi-step routine. I use the OS1 face topical supplement on my face and neck, which often needs a little extra care with age. Additionally, the OS1 eye supplement helps keep the under eye area fresh, even on little sleep. OneSkin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OEM at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OEM. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support your show and tell them we sent you. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. We're back. And we're talking about how to build your physical intimacy by choosing to go to bed naked. And... You know, as we, we've talked to the one family over the years about this, there are a few, a few challenges that seem to come up. And this is, again, this is why we always start with emotional intimacy when we're talking about any of the other five, because you got to be able to have the conversations to overcome the challenges and find the solutions for your marriage. Mm -hmm. and, and so one of the biggest objections or challenges that we hear from a lot of people is, I, I don't want to, you know, I don't like it. And, and why should I? Mm -hmm. And like if you could see my hands right now, both of them are raised because I, I probably said this, you know, dozens of times to Tony. And here's the thing. It actually doesn't matter if we're talking about sleeping naked, if we're talking about trying a new position, if we're talking about someplace new to go on a date, like, like this principle applies to every intimacy. Try it and try it more than once. Right. It might be one of those things for you where, you know, you're like me and you tend to run a little bit cooler. And so maybe it's not going to happen so much during the winter. But during the summer, you can have a season where you're like, yeah, it's warm outside. Right. That could be a solution. It, you know, looking at it and saying, what if, what if we could figure out how to make this work for us? How would that shift the physical intimacy and the connectedness that we feel as a couple. Would it be worth it to try that? Yeah. And I mean, we've heard from many of you in the one family who, even in the winter months, you have your heated blankets or your heated sheets or whatever is heated, you know, heaters going on, whatever it may be, you know, just like little um, stand up heaters mm -hmm. right by your bed. So there are many different options. Truthfully, we tend to lead to the easiest thing and not come up with something that mm. could possibly work for us. Mm -hmm. 
And I think that's something that Elisa and I have been challenging ourselves again and again. It's like, this is the way we think it is. And this is the way we've seen it. And yet, can we make, can we, can we do something that allows us to enjoy this part of our marriage? And so for you, it may just be thinking a little outside the box. Get into the One Family Facebook group. Go on over there. Ask the question. We have thousands of other folks in there who are married who may have an, an, an idea for you that can allow you to see differently. You know, pose that, that question mm-hmm. and get some feedback. Not saying all of it's great, but maybe there's one golden nugget in there that you're able to go, oh, that's it. Mm-hmm. Let's go check that out. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if it's an I, if the concern is, well, I don't know if it's going to be comfortable, mm-hmm. right? Maybe you need new sheets. Sometimes just the texture that you're sleeping. In. We actually have a really unique combo right now. We have just a regular, you know, I think it's like a cotton linen blend Where? fitted sheet. No, and that's a bamboo. Bamboo. My bad. It's, it's really silk. It's like a it's, sil- it's, it's like a, a sil- yeah, you're right. Soft, but it's a it's a bamboo. So we have a bamboo fitted sheet, and then we have a fleece top sheet. Mm-hmm. We actually combine two different sheet sets, simply for the reason of comfort. Right, because we had the the bamboo on bottom and top, mm-hmm. and it just didn't work. It, it it actually wasn't working for me, and I was like. I'm not digging this. And, and Elise and I just sort of talked about it. And she's like, yeah, it's okay. And so when we went back to the fleece, it was just sort of that interesting combination for us where we had sort of that coolness on our backs or our side or however you want to sleep. On the bottom. Yep. <laughs> and then on top, we had that fleece, which just kept us a, a bit warm and it, and it works out perfectly. And we've been doing that for many a months now. No rules. Remember, you two write the rules. If you're too hot or too cold, think about the the temperature things that you need. Maybe you need a heater. Maybe you mm. need a fan, right? Thinking through those things. If if you're a guy and you don't like your penis just dangling all over, then wear underwear to bed. You still give your wife the ability to like wrap her arms around you and feel your chest or to snuggle up with her back. Or, you know, ladies, like I said, if you are more comfortable just wearing your panties to bed, then then do so. Be comfortable, but give yourselves the opportunity to experience physical intimacy in this way. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if one of the challenges, okay, w- kids, we've already told you, put the lock on your door, right? Uh, do maybe for you, this is an opportunity where you guys think about, you know, we're going to make it a point to sleep naked when our kids are not around, mm-hmm. right? Maybe that's a treat. It's something that the two of you do and you may find that you're, you know, finding opportunities for your kids to not be at home or for you to be away from your kids more often because you enjoy it, right? Mm. Do so, but be intentional about having this conversation between the two of you, right? When it, if you, you know, if the big concern is, you know, emergencies or natural disasters statistically, and Tony had to bring this to my attention, they don't happen nearly as much as, you know, the worrying brain wants you to think they're going to happen just straight up. Right. We, we've lived in our house, you know, I mean, Tony and I've been married 25 years, right? So we've lived in different houses, all these kinds of things. We've had, I think one major earthquake at night mm-hmm. that required us to get up. My dad was actually staying at our house at the point in time. Um, we've had, you know, the California wildfires, but you know, those are coming. So it's not like you're like, you're being intentional about those would likely be nights that we weren't sleeping naked because there was a possibility of evacuation. Mm-hmm. Um, that's like three things in 25 years, people. I, the natural disasters that I'm all worried about, this is where Tony checks me every once in a while. He's like, you can still sleep naked. Just keep a robe by the side of your bed. Yeah. 
but it's, it's thinking through these things and having these conversations. And, and one of the big things that I, I really want to just close up this episode with is that the concern that a lot of you bring up is if I go to bed naked with my spouse, and this comes from both husbands and wives, so this is mm-hmm. not a, a gender thing, won't they expect that it's going to lead to sex? Yes. Big sigh, Tony DiLorenzo. I, I, mean, I mean, it can, and I think it's because it's occasional. Mm-hmm. When we're going to bed naked occasionally, I do feel that the expectation is that at some point we will have sex. And so when we shifted, though, to a place where we were going to bed naked often, mainly nightly, (laughs) that expectation begins to shift, Mm -hmm. right? And because of the conversation that we had beforehand is we're still, we're still living out our intimacy lifestyle. Mm -hmm. We're still going to have sex twice a week as we normally do. This is really a way for us to connect in that physical intimacy. Mm -hmm. And so is the expectation there? Possibly. But I think if you don't do it occasionally, that begins to decrease because of that physical nature that you guys actually get to connect in a way that is Mm non-sexual. Are you still having sex? Are you still waking up in the morning and and maybe rolling over and and both of you are excited and horny and want to have sex? Great. Go do it. Like, Mm -hmm. I just feel for myself is when it's occasional, that's when the expectation really is there, when it's longevity, it's happening nightly, that decreases. Well, and I think you used a key word there. You said, you know, you were talking about the expectations. Mm. And it's true. You know, years and years ago, I would come to bed naked as a way of initiating. Mm-hmm. Like that was that was a clear sign. That we were going to have sex. That we were going to have sex. And as we've had more and more conversations around this, like Tony said earlier in the episode, it's been, you know, conversation frequently over the last 12 to 18 months. Like we we're talking about things this is where I might sound like a broken record in today's episode. This is where your emotional intimacy gets married with both the physical and the sexual intimacy. Talk about the expectations. Talk about how the two of you are living out your intimacy lifestyle. Talk about what it means to strengthen this pillar of physical intimacy and what that looks like and share with your mouths, not with the thoughts in your head that your spouse can't read, share with your mouth, the motivation behind why you're suggesting let's go to bed naked. Come to an agreement, come to an understanding so that nobody is shocked. If the two of you decide to roll over and engage in sexual intimacy, good on you. And and if you don't, perfect. Everybody's expectations have already been discussed and met. This is an opportunity, folks, in one of, I mean, this is a super simple way, right? Don't put clothes on before you go to bed. It's a way to shift the connection in your marriage without having to do literally a whole heck of a lot. You're you're already going to be sleeping. Just sleep without your clothes on. But use this as a tool this week. Have this conversation to talk about what this could look like in our marriage, what this could look like for, for a season, for a vacation, or maybe even something that the two of you are shifting into as you're looking at and strengthening your physical intimacy pillar. Yeah. This week is really simple. Like go out there. Take off your clothes, go to bed naked, do that together, do it for a week, see what changes. That's really, set up those expectations and really go, all right, what does this look like? Make some changes. Maybe like Elisa and I realized with the sheet situation, the current one that we had didn't work. 
And so maybe over the course of a week, you realize like, yeah, we need to make some changes to our sheets so that way we can sleep naked better and we can enjoy this physical intimacy together. So that go out there and go do it this week. We'd love to hear how it goes for you. So send us your hug at hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com because we'd love to hear what does that change? How does that strengthen your physical intimacy pillar? How does that strengthen all your six pillars, pillars of intimacy? So go out there, go sleep naked, have fun. We'll catch you guys next week. Love you guys.